are you feeling today? Are you feeling alive and energetic or lethargic and weak? Listen to your heart. Welcome to the Healing Whisper, a return to peace. Your host for the hour is Dr. Marianne Chase. When we fail to understand and work on the root cause of our stress and illness, we seem to be in a never-ending spiral of poor health and low energy. It's time to re-harness that potential in order to live a better life. Now, here's Dr. Marianne. Hello, and welcome to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and this is The Healing Whisper. I am so glad that you could join me this morning or today, and we are going to be talking about anger. It's the holiday season, and anger seems to be the most common negative emotion that people express during the holidays. And I myself find struggling with anger. So I figured, what better subject to talk about than anger during this holiday season? Before I get started on that, I would like to say that this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It's not intended to treat, diagnose, heal, or cure anything. Everything contained in this show is the opinion of myself, Dr. Marianne Chase, and please always check with a licensed health care provider about any concerns that you may have. Excuse me. I'd also like to say that you can find me on website, my website, thehealingwhisper.com. You can also find me on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and most social medias like Google+. You may have to search for The Healing Whisper, or you can search for Marianne Chase, or even Dr. Marianne Chase. So anger, where does it come from? Well, there's there's all sorts of areas that I can get into about anger. And one of the things is, well, is it bad or is it good? What would make anger bad? And it really, in my opinion, about the only things that can make anger Bad is when other people are hurt or if yourself is hurt. And, uh, well, in all honesty, most of the time when we express the emotion of anger, that's what's happening is that we're hurting ourselves primarily and we are hurting other people. Not only are we at risk of damaging our relationships with other people or even preventing relationships with other people, but anger can actually take the form of violence. And boy, oh boy, we have enough violence in our world today because of anger to deal with than to even giving it out ourselves. And then there's the concept of being injuring ourselves. Anger takes a lot of energy. 
and it expels a lot of negative energy through our bodies. And as the show goes today, I'll talk about those negative energies and what happens with them. So what's good about anger? And the only good anger I could even conceive of was what is often called righteous anger. And it's not necessarily a self-righteous anger. That, in my opinion, is not good anger. But self-righteous anger is not about other people. It's all about yourself. But the good, righteous anger would have to do with other people. Now, let me put in this little caveat. We can become angry when we see other people or other peoples mistreated. That can make us very angry. However, the danger comes in, how do you express that anger? Are you expressing it in ways of violence? Are you expressing it in ways of doing something to change what is happening with those other people or peoples that are being angry? So here's the big question. Where does anger come from? In the book written by Carol Truman, Feelings Buried Alive Never Die, she says that 97% of our negative emotions we embraced as a core feeling at birth. She is one of the big birth trauma advocates. And I do agree that birth trauma, where we are in this physical body, is one area where we do gain a lot of those emotions, positive as well as negative. Her take on it is it is the birth experience that causes all of the negative feelings. But I would like to put out there that we do gain these negative emotions as we grow up, even up to the age of 12 years old. We also can gain negative emotions and beliefs before we're born, during gestation. And I've talked about, well, I haven't talked about this. I've had a show. It's, um, you, you can look it up. It's uh, called Birthing Our Future was the name of the show. And my special guest, Suzanne Arms, spoke about this, how gestational emotions are created. And she even mentioned the things that I have spoken about time and time again is generational emotions. How do we get generational emotions? 
And, and well, exactly, what is a generational emotion? That is an emotion that we inherited just like we inherit our DNA. And the generational emotion is all about inheriting the emotion through the memories of our ancestors that have become embedded in the very cell. And it's embedded as an energy through even as deep as the smallest particle of every single cell of our body. And that smallest particle is known as, well, right now, I think the smallest particle is called a quark. I am not a quantum physicist. I understand enough about quantum physics to know that it is at that smallest particle energy level where we are inheriting these negative emotions. I'm sure you've heard the expression, well, maybe you've heard the expression, that the apple did not fall far from the tree, indicating that the tree, the generation, is what creates that apple. And that expression is used to talking about people that are behaving just like their parents or grandparents. The apple didn't fall too far from the tree. Meaning that they are just expressing what they know. And so it gives a person knowing that we inherit some of our negative emotions, like anger, a sense of, what can I do about it? And the reason it gives you that sense of, what can I do about it, is because in this culture, once they discovered DNA, they thought that it can't be changed. Your DNA is fixed. Nothing can change it. Nothing can alter it. So the idea was that, well, if you're born with a genetic illness or the chance of having a genetic illness, say, for example, type 1 diabetes, then you're destined, you're you're going to develop the disease. And folks, even in the scientific world, they know that that is not correct thinking, that it is not that way, that the DNA can be altered. A lot of the science world has not discovered how to alter that DNA. So the idea still is out there among the culture that it can't be altered. But I'm here to tell you that, yes, it can be altered. Let's say your belief DNA, your computer, your bio-computer beliefs, it can be altered. And it can be done through many, many means. I will be talking about one of the ways that you can alter these beliefs that is causing the anger. And... 
I will give you an idea about how many other ways there are in the world to alter those negative beliefs. We will do that when we come back from the break. Folks, don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Every day, you hear so much about different aspects of the health and wellness field. One day, you hear one thing, and the next day, you hear something that contradicts what you heard the day before. How do you know what's right? Try tuning in to The Cutting Edge of Health and Wellness today with Dr. Neil Nathan. Our goal is to educate and explore this field with guest experts in order to help you take control of your health and well-being. Listen Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. How is your health? Do you want to know more about it? Every day there are new technologies, procedures, and healing techniques coming forward. To understand them, tune in to Speaking of Health with Dr. Michael Cudlis. Our guests come from different backgrounds in the fields of health and healing. We'll discuss new realities and modalities, from chiropractic to metagenics. It's all designed to improve your quality of life. Speaking of Health is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Mary Ann Chase, and today we are talking about the emotion of anger. Where does it come from? Is there good anger? Is all anger bad anger? And now we're going to be talking about, well, what can we do about it? Anger really comes from our negative beliefs. Our negative beliefs about ourselves, our negative beliefs about the world, or other people. And we get those negative beliefs from things that we were exposed to as small children. We get those negative beliefs at birth, through birth traumas, through gestational trauma, even through our ancestors. So let's just go through a few of the areas where we, how we might be talking to ourselves in those negative beliefs. 
Now, what I want to say is that when we have anger dealing in certain areas of our life, it can actually affect different body systems in our lives. And so anger can be expressed through many different negative beliefs. So let's just talk uh, first about if you have muscular skeletal problems. And, and basically what the musculoskeletal system is are the bones, the cartilage, the muscles, tendons, ligaments, and the connective tissue. And the this is in a category of what in the healing codes we consider self-control. You've often heard it say when a person is really angry, they get out of control. And boy, boy, oh boy, is that true. So what are the negative emotions when it comes to self-control? Well, it's laziness, entitlement, Helplessness, demanding, feeling unsupported, disconnected, insecure, and I've already said it, out of control. And and really, the positive emotions when it comes to self-control is about diligence, perseverance, moderation, feeling supported, connected, and secure. So what's the main thing that this negative emotion, that conversation that people have going on in their heads, the main thing is people pay attention when I rant and rave. I don't control myself. I control them. And that is the conversation that a lot of people have when it comes to self-control. Do you find yourself needing, feeling the need to rant and rave and be out of control? Because, well, you have to control that other people, that other person. And while we're on the subject of control, I had a guest about three weeks ago, Mary O'Malley, and the most profound thing that she said is when you try to control something, it ends up controlling you. So there you have it. If you feel that you need to control other people, if you feel you need to control the anger, just know that it is probably turning around and controlling you. Let's move on to the circulatory system. Are you having difficulties with your circulatory system, which is the heart, the aorta, the vena cava, and, and that's the big arteries coming into and out of the heart. 
all of your arteries and veins, and it includes the lymphatic system. So this is in the category of humility. Now, when people say humility, they tend to think Melba milk toast, and that's not really what humility is all about. What humility is, is about self-acceptance, self-confidence, a balanced self-image, a right use of power. They are selfless, those individuals that are humble. And there is a great deal of gratitude going on in their lives. And what's going on with the negative emotions? Well, it's a lot of guilt, shame about who I believe I am. There's the inferiority complex or even the superiority complex. complex. There's wrongful pride, vanity, envy, ingratitude, selfishness, condemnation of self and others, disrespect of self and others. There's embarrassment, humiliation, judgmentalness, feeling disgraced, dishonored, disrespected, and a powerless feeling. So what's going on in that conversation in your head? I feel like kicking humble people. They are being wimpy. Doesn't get you anywhere. It gets you stepped on like a doormat. Do you find yourself feeling that way when there is somebody that is truly humble, that you want to step on them, you want to kick them, you want to do some injury to them. That's because you have a belief that humility will get you nowhere. The next body system has to do with our reproductive and urinary tract. And the parts of that are the ovaries and the testes, the uterus, the vagina, penis, prostate, kidneys, ureter, bladder, urethra, and the breasts. Are you having some problems in that area? And the virtues... Well, this is the area of trust. Where is your trust? The virtue is, of course, trust, faith, hope, courage, and faithfulness or fidelity. And the harmful actions that people that have problems in trust are your your attempts to pull others down. You distrust. You betray others. There's defensiveness. There's dread and suspiciousness. 
What are some of those negative thoughts going on with trust and anger? It is better to realize that everyone is out for himself, including me, dog eat dog, and survival of the fitness and fittest and all of that. In other words, you believe you have to eat other people, not literally, but figuratively, to make it in this world. And you know, folks, our culture promotes that. If you've ever watched any of the Survivor shows on TV, you know it's all about dog eat dog, Survivor of the fittest. And it's about taking other people out before they take you out. And that is an issue with trust. And as I said before, issues with trust deal with the reproductive system as well as the urinary tract. The next system has to do with our respiratory And our respiratory system is the lungs, the bronchia, the pulmonary arteries and veins. Those are the ones that are inside your lungs. The sinuses, the throat, and the trachea. And this comes into the category of goodness. Goodness is all about yourself. Again, like humility, it's about your self-worth. And when we have a do not value ourselves, we will often find difficulty with our respiratory system. When we come back from the break, I'll get into some details about that category and how we express anger that can affect our respiratory system. Don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom healing code coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit thehealingwhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit thehealingwhisper.com and click coaching. If you have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. Your life. Your health 
your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and today we are talking about anger. How anger affects us, both in our own expression, as well as when others express anger towards us. And we are talking mostly about how anger affects us through our different organ systems. We've already talked about our muscles and our skeletal system, the circulatory system, the reproductive and urinary system, and now we will be talking about the respiratory system, which is in a category of goodness, which is how do we feel about ourselves? And goodness is, shall we say, an internal expression. If we are ashamed about things, that we have done or not done. There's guilt. There's fear of punishment, destructiveness, and and the feeling of inadequacy, which is a little different than that goodness category that we will be getting, I mean kindness category, that we'll be getting into in just a little bit. So, What is the belief that is going on when you have an anger based in the goodness category? Well, that's kind of a belief like the good die young. I will take what I want by force. Everyone is faking being good. They are phonies. Well, granted, There are lots of people in this world that are phonies. But when you have this belief that everyone is a fake and it creates anger, then you might have an issue in your own beliefs about yourself, about goodness. If I'm not good, nobody else can be good. That doesn't mean, however, that you don't make mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes. Everyone has issues. But that does not mean that you have bad self-worth. Now, the next organ system that we deal with is the nervous system, which, simply enough, is the brain, the spinal cord, and the peripheral nerves. Do you have an issue with your nervous system? If so, that you may have an issue with kindness. 
Now, we were just talking about goodness, which is an internal belief about your self-worth. When you have a kindness issue, it's towards other people. And the virtues, when a person is kind, has to do with being gentle, empathetic, friendship, and sympathy. And if you've got negative emotions going on in kindness, there's feelings of rejection, abandonment, hurt, fear of rejection. There's also aggression, antagonism, destructiveness, roughness, meanness, vengefulness, feeling neglected. Have you ever known a mean person? Were you ever taught in school by a mean person? I think probably everybody had a mean teacher. And we might have learned from that teacher that being mean is the way to be. But when there is so much aggression and destructiveness going on in this world, I will venture out there to say that we have, as a world, issues with kindness. So what are the beliefs that you have when it comes to anger and kindness? Kindness means that I get taken advantage of. People do not respect kindness. They respect money and power. The weak, the weak want me to be kind. I want them out of my way. So when it comes to beliefs relative to kindness, it has to do, again, with other people. And your belief that people do not respect kindness, that they only respect money and power. And again, this could be a belief you inherited. It might not be something that you want. And when you get angry, when you see people being kind to other people, truly kind to other people, let's see this as an indicator that you have a problem in the kindness category. Now, the next system is the immune system. And the immune system, well, it's all there is. If your immune system isn't working right, you're going to be sick. Somehow, some way, you can develop just bad colds all the time, or it could be as severe as cancers. It all has to do with the immune system. Even illnesses like self-immune problems. 
and it it deals with all of the lymph nodes, the tonsils, the bone marrow, the spleen, the liver, lungs, and intestines. Yes, actually, personally, I should have put intestines at the front of that list because we have, and we know now, most of our immune system is in our gut. And if we do not have a healthy gut, we do not have a healthy immune system. The category that is affected the immune system is patients. The category of patients. And patients is a big issue around this time of the year. You know, people are out there shopping like crazy trying to get gifts. And they're in line at the stores being very impatient. And have you ever had your gut go really bad? You had a bad gut feeling, you know, stomach pain, things along those lines? Yes, that's part of the immune system, and it is having to do with patience. When a person has a great deal of patience, the virtue is really they're accepting They're fair. There's justice, mercy. They balance the selfishness and the selflessness. They're really fully present. They live in the now. In other words, they don't live in the past. They live in the now. What are some of the negative emotions that go along with this patience category? Well, there's bitterness, desire for love substitutes. There's insecurity, there's frustration, and there's impatience. Well, of course, as well as anger. So what is the conversation Patience doesn't make things happen. Impatience does. I have to push and push and push for results. The energy of anger, impatience, and frustration covers my fear and forces others to do what I want. Do you think that? Do you find yourself thinking that? Then patience might be the issue. Now, the next system is the endocrine system, which has to do with the hormones that we produce. And the hormones are the main controllers for everything in our body. The hormones really control the the immune system. The immune system controls our health. Can you begin to see some of the fallout when you have a anger in this area that affects the hormone system, then it's going to affect everything else. And the category for this is love. Love is everything. If you don't have love, you have fear. And if you have fear, it is going to be that angry emotion. 
And the negative emotions with love, against love, I should say, is unforgiveness, insignificance, resentment, jealousy, loneliness, stinginess, feeling too tired to do anything, and depression. And what's your belief when it comes to love? If they don't love me, it's their fault. They annoy me anyway. If they know what's good for them, they will give me what I want. Folks, our last category is, no, our next to last category, excuse me, is joy. It has to do with the skin, oil and lubrication, hair and nails. And joy has a lot to do with gratitude. What's your belief in the joy category? It's happiness is as unpredictable as people. Get them all in a headlock and you'll be safe. And I might say that joy is a choice. Now, our last category is peace. And I left this for last because, well, that's the name of the show, A Return to Peace. And the system involved with peace is the GI, the gut, which includes the mouth, the throat, the stomach, the intestines, the gallbladder, the pancreas, and the liver. The virtues with peace is insight, knowledge, and wisdom. What's your peace belief? Anger-based peace belief? I am angry that peace eludes me. Peace is a ridiculous goal. Peace for others is not my goal either. Folks, when we come back from the break, we'll talk about what can you do to change these negative beliefs. Don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. If you have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. Your life, your health, your network. 
You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase. And today we are talking about anger. What do we do when anger is affecting us. I have spoken about nine different body systems that are affected by anger, as well as nine different categories of emotions dealing with anger. So what do you do? That is a very tough question, because when we have been raised with anger as a way to get things done in our lives, anger as a safe place, then it's a very difficult thing to imagine getting out of. And you might think, well, now, how can anger be a safe place? Well, when you were born with this belief, whatever it was, that anger is the way to live, that is your belief system. That is where your survival is. And we have one very, very strong instinct, and that is the instinct of survival. And for our primitive survival instinct, not living because we're not angry is not an option. You have to be angry to live. That's why it can be a very difficult thing to imagine or change that emotion to learn to live otherwise. So how do you do it? It can't be done with a pill. I'm, I'm sorry, folks. You know, pills do have their place in a very few instances. The only way to change those negative beliefs is through energetic means. Now, what do I mean by energy? Energy is everything. Our entire world is energy, even down to the little tiniest grain of dirt has energy. And that's the only way to change that computer program that you have in your head is by energetically changing it. And there are so many different methods. My favorite, as fans of this show know, is the healing codes. And the healing codes is an energetic way of directing the energies from our hands to four different 
head and neck areas along with positive truth, focus, statements to change the belief that you have. So let's just take an example from the peace category that I closed the last segment with. When you have anger relative to peace, it's that you believe peace is for others, it's not my goal, or it's a ridiculous goal, or something along those lines. So what are some of the positive beliefs that you want to change that peace category? Well, one might be my goal is to feel inner peace. Or I will keep my focus on God and God will keep me in perfect peace. Or I'm at peace with myself and all living things. Here's a good one. I am taking care of myself now and I am safe. Those are just a few of the things relative to peace and anger that you can do energetically to change things. There are so many other energetic modalities out there for people to change their anger. One might be tapping or EFT, emotional freedom technique. Another that was used for many, many years ago is the Sedona method. There are martial arts, not the combative martial arts, but the martial arts that teach you how to deal with anger. And it's used in energetic ways. There's things like Tai Chi in the martial arts. There are other body ways of changing that energy. Even massage therapy, advanced massage therapy, can change it. I would encourage everyone to go through Voice America. There are so many different advices and ways to change the energies of your beliefs. And it can be very difficult during the holiday season. Things can come up that will trigger your anger. Something as simple as a person cutting in front of you in line. Yeah, that may not seem simple at the time. Because you may have been waiting in line for the cashier for some time and then somebody cuts in front of you. Does that make you angry? Make note of it. Notice it. Then come back to this show and find the belief that resonates with how you were feeling. When you were angry and somebody cut in front of you, Where did you feel it? Did you feel it in your heart? Did you feel it in your gut? How about in your back? 
that could be where your organ system is being affected by your belief, which is affecting your body. So at the very first of the show, I spoke about the bad things that can come about as a result of anger. Yes, other people can be hurt, especially if you're expressing anger in a violent way. But you know, the main person that is injured is you. What areas of your body are giving you problems? That could be the area where you need to work. Well, it's coming close to time for the end of the show. And I would like to repeat that you can find me on Facebook as The Healing Whisper. Twitter is Dr. Marianne Chase. LinkedIn, Marianne Chase. YouTube, Marianne Chase. And my website is thehealingwhisper.com. And I would like to say before the end of the show that all of this that I'm talking about, the energy of our beliefs has to do with our heart. And it's not our beating heart. The, the I love you with all my heart is the heart I'm talking about. And thousands of years ago, there was a very wise king. His name was Solomon. He said, above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. I would like to encourage everyone during this holiday season to guard your heart. And until next week, blessings. Thank you again for taking the advice of your heart and tuning in to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. Please join your host, Dr. Marianne Chase, again next Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We hope to talk to you again next week.